This is JFM Podcast. Good morning to you. Welcome to the program, The Plenary, on J101.9 here in Jos. Uh, my name is Ponsak Fanap. Hoping you're having the best of time. This Holy Friday. Today's a holy day for Muslim uh, brothers and sisters. And the prayers that uh, you pray for our country, pray for our state, pray for Jos. Uh, the lynching that is going on in Jos. Pray that uh, God should uh, expose the enemies of peace. With me in the studio, I have Barrister J.K. Chris. Good morning, sir, and thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Good morning, listeners. Well, I know that you're not happy about what's going on in Jaws. Uh, talk to us how you feel, how you feel about the situation. Um, um, maybe to start with, um, I want to come in straight um, with the people of Plato State, especially especially people of Irrigatifdom, people of Pasa local government, people of Riom, Barikeladi, people of Bokos and the entire states and in all Nigerians over what is happening in the in the country and in Plateau State particularly. Um, I've never been so downcasted, I've been so down, I've been so angry, I've mm. been you know, I've been so disturbed yeah, over yeah, what is happening. Everybody it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a state that um I've never imagined that we'll get here at this point in time and then um we're just keeping hope alive. Sometimes you feel what is even the life, what is what living, mm-hmm. because you see people, uh, lives being taken arbitrarily. People just take innocent lives mm-hmm. without any remorse, without fear of God, without any. So it's 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 really really disturbing. It's really disturbing, and then um, I feel so bad. I feel so downcasted at the moment. As someone who has seen uh, the 2001 crisis, practically there's no crisis that you've seen, that you've not seen uh, since 1999 to date. Talk to us about it, because every time there's crisis, the pattern usually is that when the thing is calm, then there'll be lynching, silent lynch killing. They call it silent, but it's lynching. Uh, If you see someone that doesn't belong to your faith, your religion, you just kill that person. Uh, vice versa. I mean, that is how it, uh, it happened. But talk to us uh, right now that there's a curfew, but you still find people lynching. Um, as you, as you rightly said, I, 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 it's it's um, my memory goes back to 2001 where I lost my older brother. Sorry. In in, in the crisis mm. in 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 2001 crisis as it is September 7. Um, we're in Angorogo then, and then. My brother was gone, but I still come back to protect a lot of people because I feel, yes, this person that you are lynching is not the one that actually killed your brother or your, or your relation. Yeah. So why are you killing an innocent person? So I, I, I actually came back and then I was stopping the killing of innocent people. So it is, it is very, very bad. The person you are lynching, the person you are killing, you don't know where he's from. Yeah. He's innocent. You know, someone that you meet on the road, if at all he's aware that he will be killed on that road, he wouldn't have even passed through there. He wouldn't have gone through. The, the, the student that you picked in, in, in a tricycle and you killed, if he knows you will kill him, you don't have even bother your, yeah. your, 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 your tricycle yeah. and all that. 
So it is very, very bad. It's barbaric. I don't know how we got to this place. I don't know where, how, I don't know. We are losing humanity, my brother. We are losing humanity. Talk to us about students. You know, I will learn that microbiology student 300 level uh, was allegedly, you know, lynched. And, you know, lots of other students from the University of Jaws. And for me yesterday, really, I, I was thinking, I said, if as a student uh, uh, you are pursuing your own education and then the town is unsafe, what will, you know, what will, what decision have you what were you thinking to just step out, you know, uh, into harm's way? You know, I, I don't know whether I'm, I'm thinking wrongly. And there's a curfew in town. Unfortunately, 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 mm. students have always been the victim. What students is- have always been the victim of this carnage, of this mm. crisis mm. here and there. Right from 2001, as I, as I said earlier, mm. my brother was a student, an accounting student in the University of Joss when he was killed. And quite a number of students were killed in Angorogo back then. And then on the way, I've lost classmates even in those crises as it is. But then, we have been calling right from then, right from then, we've been calling for the, you know, the authorities of University of Jaws and the state government, the federal government to do something about the safety of students, mm. to do something about the safety of students. I don't know why the government is not doing something drastical. Even before the east of Butchering Road become what it is now, we have proposed that there should be security posts. Ponsak and listeners, you'll be surprised to know that as far back as 2001-2002, we have made suggestion on how to safeguard University of Jaws as it is. To the as, university as or to our government? To the university because we were students to the university and then to the government because at a point the universities we are not, we are not, they are not capable of doing it. And then to the government we made suggestion. Dualize this route from British American Junction right to Faringada. Dualize it. It is very very difficult for any hoodlum to climb on a dualized route to block a dualized route. By the time you dualize it and then at every junction, you have a station of, um, of security, security men. men yeah. And then at Bauti Junction, before these people take over the place and then build arbitrarily in that place, we said there should be a mobile, a mini mobile um, a barracks there. That will cater because these are the, the, the hot spots. These are the black spots that we have identified as far back as then. Even where we are students and we become student union leaders in the University of Jaws, we have mm. made proposals. Because even as student union leaders in the in University of Jaws, we had had a point to lose, uh, uh, we have had the cause to lose students. Mm. And then it is because of that we make such proposals. We've been appealing to this, uh, to, to this school authority and the government. You have to do, you have very fine buildings. You are expanding the permanent side of the university. Now, at the slightest rumor of anything in the town, no students, no staff will go to work and then their lives are at, at risk. Yeah. So, we yeah. want to emphasize the fact that there, there need to be something drastical done in order to safeguard the lives so of students. So, even the Sector 4 that is close to the main campus, you know, uh, from what you're saying, could it be that you know there isn't adequate security? You know, the 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 the, the, the sector four there is just cosmetics. I can say it. I've been there. I've had cause to interact with the officers there. 
over some issues that um, has to do with students and youths. I have the cause to approach the officers. There is just cosmetics. They are there, relaxing with all due respect, with all mm. modesty. Mm. They are there, relaxing until they hear alarm, until the damage has been done before they will now come out. What we are saying is put security at the junctions. Put security at the junctions where they will know what is happening. Security, you don't you don't put security in the room now. Mm, yeah. The securities well, are relaxing in their rooms. Yeah, well, uh, talk to us about how uh, peace-loving citizens, you know, can uh, aid security operatives because they cannot be everywhere at the same time. It's is a fact. But uh, how can, what will give people courage, you know, uh, to say, okay, something is going on in my, you know, area right now. I think that they are lynching uh, someone. Please come immediately. Uh, so that, you know, this thing will be reduced to the barest. We don't even want it, you know, in the first place. Uh, my brother, I can say the price for, for peace and security is eternal vigilance. It's eternal vigilance. The citizens, how can the citizen help a security that is sleeping in his room? You are you are you are you are being asked to watch this place, and you are sleeping in your room with your slippers, wearing your. You, you, the, the citizen cannot help you, sir. What we are calling for is what we are calling for is active security, mm-hmm. where you have security presence at every junction. Imagine the the boy that was lynched is it yesterday or day before yesterday. If there was a security post at that junction, and then you just throw somebody like that, they would have traced that tricycle immediately. They would raise alarm. The security will know. Imagine where he will alight. In the gate of the permanent site, there should be a security. At the at Bauti Junction, there should be a security standing there two four seven. That is why we call eternal vigilance. It's not the security that you come there two hours and then you leave. No. So in the view of this, I mean, just recently the state government bought uh, some security gadget to help security operatives. Over 50 uh, motorbikes and then oh, 50 cars and then close to 200 uh, motorbikes. Uh, and this is all from taxpayers' money. Since 2001, taxpaying people in Plato State have been, you know, paying for security. But it's like the more they pay, the more their lives, you know. Uh, what will you tell government, especially through the uh, State House of Assembly, to do to either uh, review the whole operation uh, and start a new one that will be absolutely beneficial and in the best interest of all peace-loving people in Plato State? Um, I don't know if you have seen those cars or those those tricycles or those bikes. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the motorbikes. Very, very few of them. Yeah. Do you know that I was, I was, it was so unfortunate that one of the cars, I saw a local government chairman driving the car. The car that is supposed to be for security. I saw it in my, with my eyes. A local government chairman driving the car that is meant for security. It was all publicized that this car is for security. A local government, a local government chairman driving it. Yeah, maybe he what wants to... What is, is, that, is that his official car? No, maybe he wants to drive a now, new car. Going forward, yeah. going forward, what uh, should the government do? Now, the government should be able to be more proactive. Those vehicles should be stationed at every junction with personnel manning them. Even if they are not armed personnel, if the government cannot have, if the police doesn't have the manpower to be able to man those things, we have the volunteer uh, police officers, we have the the community police police officers and Mm. all that. Mm. They should be there at every junction. They should have duty. 
the House of Assembly should make it a law. Mm. They should review the Operation Rainbow law and then make it citizen participa- uh, participatory. What we are having now is few people that are not even being paid. They are not even being given the, the little allowances that are supposed to be given. Now, employ younger people. There are quite a number of youths that are sitting on the streets without doing anything. Employ quite a number of them and ask them to do 12, 12 hours duty at every junction with those vehicles watching the streets. That is the vigilance we are talking about. Or scooping information to give Scooping information. If you have people, okay, one, one of the Hilux's car can carry up to 10 people. If you have 10 of them on morning duty at every junction, every uh, black spot, every hot spot in this town, and then 10 will come for 12 hours, another 10 will come for 12 hours, and then this is the vigilance we are talking about. Not the kind of security that you go and relax in your room until, you know, they said, I'm far, and then, you know, you start looking for your boots and your jacket. You start looking for where your arm is and all that. No. Mm-hmm. We want people, we want, the, the city needs to be watched. The city is not what, nobody is watching this city. And that is why a tricycle man will kill a student and go his way. Okay. Well, uh, I interviewed the Honorable Dacho Musa Bagos, I think, two days ago. And I asked him about security policing. It was a former governor and senator. Uh, Baba Jang, you know, like we always call him Plati. He was the one who proposed uh, state police at the time. And a lawmaker, you know, Mbekan Tibelo was, you know, furious and he said Nigeria is not right for it at the national level. But right now it seems uh, both, you know, chambers, there's a seeming consensus. But Dacho Musabago said even if they work on the bill at the national level, uh, for them to get the support of State House of Assembly, of, of course, you know the process, two-third uh, vote, uh, the national State House of Assembly has to have to say yes before it goes to the president and then for us. And he said the problem is with the State House of Assembly not agreeing to what the National Assembly uh, will propose, you know, in the form of a bill to say creation of state police. So could it be that, you know, the... There's hypocrisy of some sort in the system uh, because maybe some people somewhere are benefiting from how the present system works. Yes, you see, um, it's unfortunate that the houses of assembly are not agreeing with what the National Assembly is proposing. Mm. Basically, because most of the state houses of assembly, with all due respect, are just are just there as as rubber stamp to the executive. With all due respect to the members, they don't have the the, the mind of their own. They don't believe that they have a mandate of their people. They always want to wait for what the governor wants, and they do it at all times, with all, with all due respect to, to the members. So by the time we begin to have members that will truly believe that they are elected by the people, they want to secure their people. Because as it is, the present arrangement cannot secure our people. The present arrangement of one inspector general of police sitting in Abuja and then giving command to the DPO and all that, mm. it cannot save our people. There is every we need to have a, a restructuring of the police arrangement where a state is a we have a federation mm. the state is independent the state will now will start will, there is a need for every state to start thinking deep on how to secure its people if you wait for the federal police how many are they in number we've been saying this yeah, time but, but, and but time if without you, number if you look at the uh, arrangement for example in Plato you have uh, Operation Rainbow some have said that it's weak and some are saying that perhaps the state government is not utilizing it. In Kano you have Hizba, a morality police. In Bauchi they have, you know, based on the needs, for example, of uh, that can maybe pass for some sort of, you know, state police. Will you say that? Operation Rainbow in Plateau State is not functional. 
it's, it's not functional, it's underfunded, it is not being maximized. How many people are working as operational staffs? Just as what we have in Hisba. You know the Hisba, you know the Omotekun Cup, you know all the, you know the kind of people that were employed, the kind of youths that you know the parade. We we've seen it on, 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 on tapes. Have you ever seen um, the operators of Operation Rainbow? What is the color of their uniform? You understand? It's just a joint, you know, you have detachment of um, uh, civil defense officers, detachment of um, SSS, detachment of, 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 of the police, mm. and then probably uh, immigration and all that. Mm. And then they run form Operation Rainbow. No, that is not the arrangement we want. We want the government to employ young people and make them staffs of Operation Rainbow with a particular uniform. And then the police will now guide them. The police will now check them. The SSS to now check them. But if you don't have more than, you see, what, what we need is more than 5,000 to 10,000 people employed as Operation Rainbow Stars. In Plateau State? In Plateau State, yes. Interesting. 10,000 youths. You should mm. employ 10,000 youths mm. to be staffs of Operation Rainbow and to watch over the city. At every junction, and when I say ten thousand, you have to mix the security, the, the young people that imagine one 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 heinous act that also see in T and T junction here in uh, after British America. It was the so-called uniform guys that I said they are community of vigilante that attacked a young man just some days back, even in the curfew. You are wearing uniform and you attack the young man. So what we are saying is that you need to mix these guys if you are going to keep. Ten people, like uh, for example, if you're going to keep ten people in Angorokuba, mm. you need to have uh, some percentage of Muslims, some percentage of Christian youths. Mix them up in every junction. Mix them up. Train them. You understand? Train them and warn them. You need to employ at least ten thousand youths that will watch over the city if you want to have peace. And then um, you, you, you. By the time you train those young people, they will know what to do at all times. And then it will safeguard the lives of students and all other. Yeah. How about you know hunters city. right now? Hunters, you see hunters with then guns, you know, and, and that is you know permitted because uh, it's under you know some it's in the shadow under the shadow of the law. Yes. Uh, let me put it yes. that way. Uh, how can the government co-opt you know hunters to safeguard because uh, you have community policing volunteer basis they don't get paid. Uh, I don't know if the Peace Corps are still functioning, and then you have hunters right now. You see, all 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 those things are are, are the problem we're having now. There seems to be profilation. Everybody wants to wear a uniform, and nobody is checking anybody. Now, hunters are there. Some said they are called vigilante. Some say they are community police. Policing. You have vigilante different. Mm. You have hunters, and then neighborhood you, have, watch. you have neighborhood watch. Yeah. And they, they are all wearing different uniforms. Yeah. And imagine who is coordinating them? Who is watching over them? Who is the, the commander? Now, to my own opinion, you need to now harmonize all these groups, all these interest groups. Yes, you need to bring them together and make them the real Operation Rainbow. That is the essence of Operation Rainbow, bringing all colors so together. Imagine Collapsing everybody. Yeah, you go to town, you see one, one uniform that is brown, one uniform that is light brown, there is one dark brown, one, and then one blue, one different colors of, of one black, one out. and then you begin to wonder, and then they, they have fracas among themselves. They have, they have issues among themselves. And then to interest you, mm. there, there is what we call the, the Federal Hunters Group and then the State Hunters Group. <laughs> Imagine all those confusion. We cannot live in this in this first twenty first century. We mm. cannot live in this confusion. You need to harmonize this and make it Operation Rainbow. Operation Rainbow, yes. different colors. And then employed not less than thirty, uh, twenty thousand, ten thousand uh, youths uh, youth, as yeah. it is.
please to watch over the city of Jos. Yeah, well, I've been having a chat with uh, Barrister J.K. Chris, and we're looking uh, at uh, the lynching uh, going on in uh, parts of Jos North, you know. Uh, the so-called silent killings is actually lynching. For me, lynching is, uh, it carries a weight because uh, lynching is an act of just finding uh, someone, you know, in an isolated place and you just kill that uh, person and that person is innocent, is just going by their his or her normal business. If you want to be part of the show, we'd like to hear from you. 90 or you call 90 Let me start taking Facebook. Uh, Jerome is saying, it's very simple. Let there be security posts in every street for some time. Security everywhere will spread fear. This miscreant causing trouble everywhere. Hypeman Cleave Bills is saying, We have been salmon preach inspired, but that ain't enough. Okay, JFM Life. Tell Plato citizens the truth and what's truly happening in our beloved state. So much hope and less privileged souls are out there depending on you people. Speak for the voiceless in the absence of justice. People are dying every day. Just yesterday, two persons were killed at Bauchi Road. A student of University of Jaws and an army officer. None was said on radio or this platform. Two persons were killed at Irugo yesterday. A father and his daughter at their farm or on their farm. Nobody's saying anything. We need new expression all right thank you for that gideon miracle longcard is saying the only solution is to delete the word religion from individual minds that is uh profound just for you to use the word delete <laughs> is you can't delete anything it's not a computer abdul hamid muhammad is saying the masses can do that without the interference of government when they are ready Samson Pamson is saying, government needs to be fair in the protection of its citizens and have religious tolerance irrespective of the people, especially the government in power. Sam Shudin is saying, you guys are part of the problem. You encourage people to be posting things that can lead to lack of peace and jobs on your Facebook platform. If you doubt me, go to your Facebook platform and see what people are posting uh, there. Well... Uh, if at all it violates Facebook community rules, uh, we allow freedom of you know expression. But I mean, there's a limit uh, to that. It's not entirely. Thank you, Sam Shudin, for that. Uh, it's Muel Sin is saying this government, this country is no more safe for everybody, including those in government. It is so sad. The students have been lynched without authorities doing nothing about it. Let's take the first call. Hello. Hello, good morning, Mr. Ponsat. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and uh, join Thank the you very much, my brother. Thank you, Ponsat. Thank you, the guest. This is Extravagant Malubi calling you from Joss. Well, listening, sir. Yeah, I think a very quick solution to the problems bedeviling us right in the States and in the entire nation. The number one truth we need to tell ourselves is that the current security situation or uh, security network in Nigeria cannot give us security. The truth is that in a situation where you have um, an under-police situation in the country, the country is presently under-policed. There is no how the number of policemen we have in this country can police everywhere. It is not practicable. Number two is a situation where you send a policeman from Bayelsa State, whom all his life has lived the, by the river and by the sea, Suddenly to a place like Plateau, where he does not understand the language, does not know the terrain, does not know the people, 
and then crime can even be executed just beside him using a language he does not understand. That is number two. Number three is a lack of political will on the side of our leaders. It is very, very easy. We have actually uh, known whenever a crime is committed or crisis happens, we already know their language. Number one, we'll bring the perpetrators to book. Two, those who uh, uh, those who executed it cannot go unpunished and all of that. And then hardly, and then sadly they will set up a committee and the committee will sit together, jamboree, and then they will call peace party meetings. While the peace meeting is going on, killing is going on, behind the the, the, the the of the meeting. So it cannot work. So the solution lies with the people that we need to uh, push to have state police, uh, community policing, state police, and then see how the governors can take responsibility of uh, controlling and directing the, 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 the security outfit under them. And then we, the, we, when you have state police and have uh, federal police working, and you also have community police, I think uh, these things will work. Thank you so much once again, Extravagant Malobi from Joss. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, well, let's, let me continue on Facebook. Uh, Eric Nyam is saying, with the threat on the security uh, in the state, all communities should resume the community police in certain areas which hotspots, which are hotspots, should inculcate hunters because of the security threats. Some of those threats have been issued by certain people. It's no longer time to sleep, but be on the watch. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, MJ Shobai saying, even at the curfew and lockdown, people in Basa have been killed. But do anyone tell anybody? But see how swift they were at the Rukuba Road access recently. Now the Iruga people are under attack, but no swift response by both the government and the security. Two men were killed yesterday, but before yesterday, uh, a young man was ambushed and killed despite the curfew. We now know where we belong. Okay, no media press statement and what have you. I can't imagine swift where... Okay. Not very clear, but thank you for uh, sending in your comments. Stephen Shalom is saying, Government should be truthful and know that God will judge people who are leaders. Justice is what they should do. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mr. Consat. Yeah, please turn down the volume Hello. of your radio. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Turn that. Good okay. morning. Good morning to your guest. Good morning. Yeah. Tell us your name and join the... My name is Matthew. I'm calling from Joss. Well, so, girls have just spoken well. One of the problems we have in this country is that we, we joke with all things. The truth has already been said. The solution, of, the solution, we know the solution of our problem, but we don't want to act towards it. We are just trying to fulfill what the scripture says, that they have ears, but they cannot hear. There's nothing that has not been said about the solution of the problem that is developing in our country. But well, as one will say that talk is cheap, but actually very expensive. Unless we rise up... <coughs> Freedom is not good. It's not giving a platter of gold. People fight for freedom. We need to fight for peace and for freedom so that our country will be a better place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Stephen, okay. Uh, okay, I've read that. Mohammed Sani Usman Adam is saying, I am very interested in the state police or the community policing, but worries, can fair play be given? Can each and every community be represented? Can they be initiated purposely to maintain peace and truly protect the people and their properties? Please, we should be sincere to ourselves and let's watch what we see on and off the air. Hello, good morning. 
Hello, good morning, Consult. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name, please. My name is Hanis Lim. I'm calling from Abatua. Thanks for calling. Go ahead, sir. You see, everything you're, you're just said in the studio, seriously, I believe him. And I wish and I pray that the government will implement all these things. Because seriously, you see some, they will feel like, okay, we are operating under this very religion. So if you see somebody that is not part of this religion, we will maltreat him. You understand? So all these things, we need to call ourselves and tell ourselves the truth. Humanity first before any other thing. Because if we say we're going to base on tribe, religion, and all this, we continue fighting ourselves. And we need justice for all, not for a particular set of people. And please, the government should do the needful. And people should be very careful where they are going and where they are. Please. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Haji Slim. Uh, Sam Nyam is saying, silent killings can help the situation where all Nigerians and Plateau State is deeply divided along ethnic and religious lines. More people have died in religious clashes since the end of military rule in 1999. The outbreak of violence in Jos is the latest in a series of deadly incidents in, in and around the state. Uh, okay. Uh, for, <laughs> several and within the state's Okay, I'm not going to uh, uh, continue, but you're saying happy birthday to your wife, Joyce Samuel Nyam. Bashir Abubakar is saying, the government already know how to secure every soul, but they won't because their energy and strategy are for how uh, to win elections, not to secure us. They leave us to continue killing ourselves because they believe that we don't have a collective voice to demand good uh, governance. Hello, good morning. Thank you for calling. Hello, good morning. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you. From Kishanti Junction. We're listening here. Yes, I want to comment to your guest. He has spoken well. And actually, what is happening in our community now, this silent killing is something that is very, very worrisome. Because it's something that is bringing tension to the peace that we are wanted to come back. And the people in the community have vital role to play. Like, for example, now in our community, we have a mixture of this kind of guarantee. It's a mixture of Muslim and Christian. And the, all these hunters is a mixture of Muslim and Christian. If operating, you will see the Muslims will go to the Christian area. The Christian will come to the Muslim area and have a, a level of understanding. And plus, the state government have a very vital role to play in terms of this issue of security. Because like this Operation Rumble, we know that we have been calling on the Plateau State government to take the issue of Operation Rumble very, very serious. It's not to provide cars now, it's the personnel now, it's the recruitment now. If they have been recruiting people, I think every area will have. You have seen how the Governor Usulum is doing of uh, State. The way he's doing this in the issue of insecurity is he's playing. We have the next is it special task force or a special force. The state government should involve the people of the community because you cannot bring some out from somewhere to come and secure you. To know where and where to the criminals are. But you see the people in the in the community, they know who and who are the criminals. If any crime acts, they can able to stop it and they can able to arrest that person without any tension. Thank you very much. God bless you. We want peace in our community, peace in Plateau State, peace in Nigeria and Latin. 
God bless you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, uh, let me come to you, Barrister Jiggy. Uh, Bashir Abubakar said something profound uh, on Facebook. Let me uh, read because I was given, you know, just thinking. He said, the government already knows how to secure every soul, but they won't because their energy and strategy is for how to win elections, not to secure us. Why is it that during elections you find every corner of this country, you find security and you find a ballot box? But when it comes to protecting lives and properties, the government seem as if they don't know what you, you know what to do or what's even going on. Absolutely, absolutely right. I would, I would agree with him absolutely because um, a typical politician, a typical politician in Nigeria, his concern, his concern is the next election. He doesn't care about the next generation. He doesn't care about the people. Their major concern, their major preoccupation, what preoccupied a typical politician's mind is the next election. Imagine, immediately after the 2019 election, permutation have started for 2023 election. And as it is, some people are even permutating for 2027 uh, election. <laughs> I don't know if they own their lives. I don't know if we own our lives, yeah. even as individuals. So what we're saying is, in an election, everywhere, every space is, 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 is secured, probably because they impose uh, movement restrictions. You see, when you restrict people from movement, it will, now, it will now give you the sense of security as if you have the security. The real security is when people are moving, when life is, when hustle and bustle is going on, and you are able to secure your city. That is the real security. It's not when you restrict people from moving, when you impose coffee, or when you say people should not go out, and then you see security on the streets, and then you think you are securing your state. No, my brother, no, my leaders. What we are saying is when people, when life is going on, when hustling is going on here and there, when market women are out, when commuters are out, when students are going their normal responsibility and you are able to secure your town, that is when you know you have security in the city. Just as I said, yes, they know. I, we have suggestion. We can offer our own suggestion on how to secure the city. We are born and brought up in Jaws. I was born and brought up in a mixed community. Mm. I have Muslims as my childhood friends. We grew up with them in schools and all that. We attended even the, the, the Islamic primary schools and all that mm. with our friends. We just go there with them. Makarantang Allah. We mm. go with them and they, they wipe us together with them. Just about ignorantly, we just follow them. That is how we grow up. It's French, so, you yeah, don't know which is which. Yeah, yeah we, we, we know how, how, how it feels to have an unsecured city. Look, in this time and moment, uh. there is every need for you to do the needful. The government knows what is the needful. But the government is overwhelmed by things that are not even necessary. You need to secure life first. You understand? You need to so, employ... Uh, basically, you're saying... Because uh, several think tanks around the world and even uh, uh, institutions basically around the world have said that one of just it's just one marker that you know, makes Nigeria a democracy, periodic conduct of elections. Yes. That is just, you know, what makes us a, a democracy. democracy because lives have been lost and the government don't know how to, protect. Know how to protect. But, lives. you know, you find that during election, there will be elections in Gashua, in Yobe, in uh, Brindungwari, in Kaduna State. And you find police people there, but the bad guys will not come out. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Because when there is election, you said people should not move from, from morning till evening until... Now, what we're saying is... There are, you are turning out graduates. You have an army of young people that are parading the street without doing anything. 
you need to engage them. And as it is, as it is, they can even generate revenue for you. Absolutely. They can help in generating revenue. I've seen it done in other states where you have every, if you, if you go to Cross River, for example, and, and, and Aquaibom, they have these hillocks in every junction, sir. I've been there. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen in that. Every in junction, patrolling the junction. You see 10 people with uniform, well-kitted, and a supervisor watching over them, and a superior, someone, a commandant that is going around. At every junction, they maintain the road traffic. They maintain even the, 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 the refuse disposal. They maintain so many things, and they generate revenue for the, for the states. And they maintain security law and order in, the, in those communities. Why can't we do it in Plateau State? What is so big in Plateau State? What is the big deal in employing 10,000 youth in Plateau State to watch over the city? This city is just on its own. Nobody, is. and that's why we have the, the lynching. We have the silence killing. Mm. How can you just? It is pathetic. Someone will just yeah. enter a tricycle and then you you smash him and you throw him. If you have somebody watching at that junction he highlighted, and then immediately they saw someone down, they will be able to trace that the tricycle, tricycle and justice. tap him down, and, and justice, justice will be served. served yeah. But you don't do that. You just allow everything to go. Everybody is living in the comfort of his house, enjoying his tea in the morning, and, and, and allow the, the populace to suffer. Very it, sad. It's unfair. Let's it's take unfair. some uh, comments, uh, Barrister J.K. Chris. Emmanuel John Algo Kulak is saying, equal justice may be the solution of Nigeria's problems and insecurity. For an iPhone, I will make a uh, world blind, blindly beautiful, because I've never seen a blind mind, blind terrorist, bandit, or Confucian troublemaker. Uh, okay, Eric. Okay, I've, I've, I've read this. Thank you, Eric, for uh, sending it. Oh, okay. Still... Um. Oh, okay, I think we've you know taken most of the comment because I'm saying it's just uh, the comment that I've read. But maybe one squeezing one last phone call. Hello. 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 Good morning. Good morning. You have a minute to make your comment. Tell us your name and. Uh, hi. My name is Austin, and I'm calling from Austin, thanks for calling. Yeah, I have a question that I want you to dialogue on this. Talking about unity now. Now, I see that, I notice that most of the radio stations are not cooperating with each other. When, sometimes when you call the other radio station, you tend to hear, you know, views based on their philosophy. Understand? But one of my darkest days was the day that JFM, I was actually listening to JFM and then the, the station was shut down. I was like, what is going on? That was during the election. Now, JFM portray, they tend to bring out the pictures of the reality. And I really want to commend you people for doing that. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now, talking about state policing and the situation at hand, you know, let me speak in house. Yeah, but but you need to wrap up your thought because really we're pressed for time, sir. Oh, yeah. I said, Mutimbi sang Yaiki, but they sang Zapping Yaiki. See, Yasa Mutimbi. All these people are just sitting down in their comfort zone, fermenting trouble. I can promise you, you don't want to witness this. I have witnessed war. You don't want to witness it. People that are calling for religious uh, crisis, you don't want to witness this. Please, I plead with everybody. You know, the issue of religion, you just need to tolerate each other. 
you mustn't, you know, live together in peace. Like, you must tolerate me, my religion and stuff like that. Just tolerate me as a human being. That is my kindest advice. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, well, really, we're really pressed for time. Barrister J.K. Chris, your final word in 10 seconds. Okay, and I, don't tell me that the government doesn't have money because um, the moment you appoint me a commissioner, local government, or whatever, you see the kind of houses, the kind of cars I'm changing, where is the money coming from? So there is the money to engage young people to be able to protect the city. I want to call for justice for the people of Plateau State. Yes, I have. Uh, I had a lot of leaders across the country calling for justice for the people that were killed in Rukuba Road. I also want to call for justice for the people of Plateau State. But people of Plateau State have been in constant attack, mostly the people of Riom that lost their crops, people of um, Basa, the Irrigative Dome people in Riom, Ambarikiladi, and all that. I want to call for justice for everyone. Justice shouldn't be one-sided. Justice should be for all. Thank you. Thank you, Barrister J.K. Chris, for coming. There's the much we'll take. Dear listeners, stay tuned to the news top of the hour. Uh, 10 o'clock. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Thanks for your time, and... Uh, I hope to hear from you in the evening. Bye now. Movement of the people. Calling you African people. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. 